Hello everybody, um, you're not really finding me at the best of times, um, I've, this week had symptoms of coronavirus, so I've had to self-isolate for seven days, um, but I was determined to get this episode out, so uh, I hope you're all well. I'm so grateful for all the questions I always receive, I've had on previous podcast episodes. I'll be doing a recap and questions episode for the final episode of this series, so I hope I can answer some of them then. Uh, for me personally, I really can't believe that we're halfway through the series and, you know, in just four, maybe five short weeks' time, we're going to be at the end of series one and I've already got so much planned for season two. When I started this journey, I never even thought about doing a second series, but, you know, all the positive comments, um, I have had some negative comments, but obviously, get that in anything you do, you've just got to keep moving forward to your best ability and what you feel is right to do. So, it definitely is going to be a series two. Um, I'm working on it now as we speak. Um, And yeah, so let's get on with this week's episode on death. Now, I've decided to approach this subject this week because I think it's a subject that we all shy away from, something that is guaranteed in life and something that you know we are going to have to deal with and we still have to deal with even when people pass away. Um, so I thought it would be a good subject to approach. It's not going to be bringing down the tone of the podcast. Um, it's not coming across in a negative way. I just wanted to discuss in brief this subject and hopefully, you know, we've what research I've found, i found out a lot myself that I didn't realise and hopefully um, give people a little bit more understanding on what death is. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I know what I'm talking about but like I say, I always do the research and some of the stuff is from my own personal experiences too so um, I feel that it's a good thing to share and, you know, like I said, it's not meant in a negative way, it's supposed to be in a light-hearted way and obviously just giving you some brief information on the subject. Okay, so as I said, this week's episode I'm going to approach with extreme caution. Death is not a subject we take lightly and often shy away from, so today we will explore the subject and personal things from my own experience, although I may add it's been a long time, to it's taken me a long time to write this, should I say. So let us begin. So, if you've got your brew ready, let us start this journey together. Death. We all have so many questions when thinking about this. None of them are easy to answer. I suppose in a way, for information purposes, the meaning of death is the permanent end and halt of all biological functions to sustain a living organism. And this counts for all things in life, not just us humans. As of the early 21st century, over 150,000 humans die each day, and quite honestly, this number is on the rise all the time. So that, even to this day, may not even be accurate the accurate figure, but that was just going back as early as the 21st century. Um, and I think you'll agree that that is a massive number, but the amount of births every year is overrunning the amount of deaths that we have, so... That's why overcrowding, overpopulation is always a massive talk in terms of world world news. 
Death, particularly of humans, has commonly been considered a sad or unpleasant occasion due to the affection for the deceased and termination of social and familial bonds. Other concerns may arise around this time, such as fear of death, very common in most people that we speak to today. Now, many cultures and religions have the idea of an afterlife and also hold the idea of judgment and reward for good deeds or punishment for sins. Now, for me personally, I'm an atheist, which means I'm a person who disbelieves or lacks belief in the existence of a God. Doesn't mean I'm wrong. It's just my own belief, as you certainly will have yours. Now, going on that last statement, that doesn't necessarily mean that I don't want to believe that there's something in the afterlife. I just... I'm one of these people that need to see the proof of that and to this day I haven't seen any proof to that so I suppose it's just a case of when it happens to each and every one of us which it surely will I think you know that's when you realize you know where you are and what what's going to happen but until that time I definitely you know for my own for my own judgment I wouldn't I wouldn't believe it until I saw it that doesn't mean you're wrong though and it doesn't mean that I'm wrong I think it's fair to admit we all hope for more after death rather than just being put in a box to be buried or cremated. Now, although there is no concrete proof of the afterlife, many people claim to have had events happen to them, as you will hear from a blog I read in sourcing this research. Now, back in the day, the average life expectancy age was 74. It continues to rise and specifically in the UK, it now stands at 81. Means humans are living longer, hence overpopulation, as I've mentioned, um, and globally, much talking point. Now, as a global population, the life expectancy produced by the United Nations was 72.6 years old in 2019. But this is, again, this is always changing, especially due to medical breakthroughs we are constantly finding. Now, I said, obviously, we're always going to keep this lighthearted because I didn't want to bring down the tone of the podcast. But I believe that considering we have no idea on our own timeline, which is probably a good thing, because uh, we don't know how long we have, I still feel we stress the small things, myself included, Um I was in therapy this week because I'm having therapy for my own anxiety. Um, and we were talking about this this week. Um, do you think it would make it easier if you did know what it would be your last day on earth? From a poll I did this week, 55% would want to know when they were about to die, which, to be honest, left me baffled. I certainly am glad we don't know. Even bigger ratio is 38% of a poll said they would desire to have their aging process cured. Now, I know it would be amazing to live forever, but us as human beings and even animals, um, we're not designed to live forever. That's just, you know, we shouldn't be breaking that cycle, really. I don't feel that that's relevant to us as humans. Now, the researchers of, a life, of life extension are a subclass of biomedical gerontologists. They try to understand the nature of aging and develop treatments to reverse aging or to at least slow them down. The primary life extension strategy currently is to apply anti-aging methods in the hope of living long enough to benefit from a complete cure to aging once it is developed. But again, my question to all of you is, should we really mess with the design? We are born to die. It's that simple. Now again, I can't stress this enough that that's not meant in a negative way. 
I just don't think we should mess with the design of life because that's not what we're here for. It's amazing that we can have so many medical breakthroughs, but in the long run, overpopulation again. Um, I just don't think that we should be messing around with anything like that. Now, much interest and debate surround the question of what happens to one's consciousness as one's body dies. The belief in the permanent loss of consciousness after death is often called eternal oblivion. Belief the stream of consciousness is preserved after physical death is described by the term afterlife. P.S. Gentle reminder, if you haven't seen Afterlife, the TV show with Ricky Gervais, it's brilliant. Well worth a watch. Definitely have a view on that. It's on Netflix now. It's definitely, definitely up there in my top five things at the minute. Neither are likely to ever be con confirmed without the ponderer having to actually die. Like I said, it has to actually happen before you, you know, see what's next. Hence why, for myself, I don't believe at this stage. Generally, a dying person will feel weak and sleep a lot when death is very near. You may notice some physical changes such as changes in breathing, loss of bladder and bowel control and unconsciousness. It can be emotionally very difficult to watch someone go through these physical changes, but unfortunately it's something that happens and something we will all go through. Now an account for me personally and my own experiences with death, as we all know we will lose people, but one memory for me will always come back to my dad. My dad passed away in 2016, as you may well know from recent podcasts if you've listened. Uh, he died suddenly of suspected heart attack. I remember getting the call like it was yesterday. I didn't believe it at first. You may class it as denial. So I called him to enter my dismay. There was no answer. I drove to the hospital that night to identify the body. And upon entering the room, I knew it was him. My world was shattered. Now to keep this brief being such a delicate memory... I remember going through the process of sorting the funeral arrangements while still looking after the kids and my constant approach to dealing with loss. Backwards and forwards to spend moments seeing my dad. Now, where I don't have any professional skills in this subject, I can honestly give my opinion and advice not to keep going back to see the person you have lost. Even up until the day of the funeral, I wanted to see him. The body changes so much when out of the freezer in the mortuary. It is better to remember them the way they were. As my account on death will never be the same to yours or anyone else's doesn't mean it's wrong. It's like everything else in life. No two things are the same. Now I think it's best at this point to take a little breather. Here are some interesting facts about dying. Some even funny if you like. Number one. You are more likely to be killed by a champagne cork than by a poisonous spider. Number two, Dr. Alice Chase, who wrote Nutrition for Health and numerous books on the science of proper eating, died of malnutrition. How ironic was that? Number three, when Thomas Edison died in 1941, Henry Ford captured his dying breath in a bottle. Now, for the life of me, I don't really understand why he would do that. But, you know, send, send, me, send me your answer to that and uh, I'd be very much appreciated. Number four, in 1845, President Andrew Jackson's pet parrot was removed from his funeral for swearing. Now, you know, swearing parrot at a funeral, just set the tone a little bit lower. Number five, this one was a surprise to me and one of many things I've learned on this podcast. It is now possible to be buried in space 
an American company called Memorial Space Flights will launch a symbolic portion of your love remains into outer space, but of course, you'll have to pay a hefty fee. Number six, Attila the Hun is thought to have died from a nosebleed on his wedding night. Number seven, 60% of adults don't make a will. This is a must for young families. I must stress this, especially buying life insurance. This I can't stress enough as, obviously, it is a must. I only realised this after my dad passed away. Now I'm so grateful that I've got life insurance. Uh, so my kids and my partner have got protection when I die. Number eight, only one in two billion people will live to 116 or older. Number nine, it is illegal to make coffins out of anything other than wood or nutshells in Italy. Number 10, uh, probably the most important fact always falls back to money as most things do in life. The cost of dying is currently set at £4,417 for a basic funeral. That's an increase of 20 from 2019 by 3.4%. But for me personally, you can never put a price on a loved one passing away. As you can probably agree yourselves. Okay, so they were 10 fun facts I researched for this podcast. Trust me, there were so many more, but maybe we can save them for a future podcast episode next season. Right, that was my episode on death. Remember, these, as always, are my own accounts and my research I've found. I found this personally the hardest thing to research or even talk about, which is probably why we shy away from it. Um, question episode is well on the way in the future episodes, so we will explore more on this subject and others. Um, next week's episode is on dementia. My ch- newly chosen career being a carer has opened my eyes to this subject, and I look forward to sharing my research with you and my own experiences. I think you know by now that that means this this week's quote of the week is up. And this week's quote is, either you run the day or the day runs you, you choose. That was a very short and sweet episode this week. As always, stay positive, stay safe, and remember we are never alone. Concrete in that quote all the time that you're never alone in your battles. I'll see you again for a brew and another episode on Know Your Own Mind next week. Take care. Bye for now.